0: Good morning, to everybody. Today is Rosh Chodesh Kislev, Tav Shin Pei Dalet. We're continuing the Shira Nikut HaLochas, Yorodeya Sheni, Hilchas Orlo, Halacha Beis, Paragraph Dalid. We're in the middle of a paragraph, just about the center of Halacha Dalid, where Adonai says says, Alkane Nikuta Zuhi Bebeis Samikdosh. The paragraph began with the words, He's talking about netaravai, the produce of the fourth year of a tree, that we're only allowed to eat it in Yerushalayim, or to transfer the Kiddusha that's on that fruit onto money, take that money to Yerushalayim, buy food in Yerushalayim, and eat it there. Before we begin, we dedicate the learning today, li'iloy nishmas, Zion ben Yitzchok Halevi, and Mayor ben Yehuda Chaim, and li'iloy Iwinishmas aliezer, Reb Nusn Yaakov, Bas Reb Bas Avroham, and Sipka Rivka Bas Reb and for a complete refu Shalema for all those that need it, including Hadivahana Bas Galya, Rochel Bas Galya, Noye Nechama bas, Galia, Esther Bat Gamar Levana, David Shimshan Ben Soralea, Hindusheva Bas Rochel, Edis Basmirim Brindle, Michal Sorabas Hadassah, Yehudis Ruchama, Bas Habarus, David Ben Behir Shendel Bas Lea, Shimonalea Ben Rochel, Shloimo Ben Rifkish Prinzer, Moshe Mendel, Ben Leya, Lei Ben Genya, Okay, so the paragraph began with Rav I'll explaining why we have to bring the fruit to Yerushalayim because Yerushalayim is Yira <coughs> and we're speaking about Busha here, we spoke about the fact that one of the most important components that allows a person to come close to Hashem and to really achieve a high level of recognition of Hashem and understanding of Hashem is humility, anava, which goes together with Busha. When a person feels small and they're standing in front of something big, then the person feels ashamed and embarrassment. When we realize how big Hashem is and how small we are, that's supposed to make us feel this feeling of a healthy shame and embarrassment, a recognition of how small I am compared to how great Hashem is. So we said that that's, and Yira, yira is synonymous with Busha. Rav Zal brought a proof that the, the Zohar Kodesh says that the word Beresh is yore Boishes, Yira and Busha go together. And we mentioned also the fact that at the end of Matan Torah, it says there that why did Hashem do all of this? Hashem did it to lift us up, to bring us close to Him. And so that we should have fear of Hashem on our face, so we shouldn't sin. And Rashi quotes the Gemara. What does that mean? Yira's Hashem on your face? Zuhabusha. This refers to this busha, this shyness, a healthy shyness, which defines the Jewish people. Remember, the Gemara says the way that you can recognize a Jew from a non-Jew is Mm -hmm. this quality of bishonin, a certain healthy, sweet shyness that's synonymous with humility. So now Rav Zal continues and therefore, the most focal point of, of being able to receive this busha and everything is in the Besamikdosh. Shohu The Moyhen. The is a center of sechel, das. The Gemara says, Kilu Nivne Whoever has das is as if the Besamikdash were built during their time. Because Ha Al Because explains over there in Likut Imran in the chapter that this Haloch is based on, which is which is chapter 72 in the second half of Likut Imran, that when a person has moichen, high level sechel, which come from Biure Hatoira. That, then, that, that can enable the person to be to that bechin of ayin, that beetle to Hashem. V'Alkein shom bebeisamikdosh u'biyerushalayim shom iker tikon huachila dikdusha and this is why the, the best place, the best and holiest place in the world for eating, for a Jew eating is Yerushalayim and especially the beisamikdosh. Sheikar ali Busha, because again we said one of the most important components of Achila Digdusha is this Busha. So that through our eating with this Busha in Jerusalem or in the Bay through this we can be to eternal life to shiflos, humility, which is synonymous with eternal life. Bechinas ayin, shehu bechinas evan That's the concept of that rock that was in the Kodesh HaKadoshim, in the Holy of Holies, shemishom hushtas from which the entire world was formed. And now Rav Sal is going to make clearer this issue of the rock, the evan Shasia. And this is what the Pesach says in EOV, chapter 39. This Pesach combines, it speaks about a rock, and it speaks about eating, and the word Chofar in Hebrew means to dig, the word Chofar also means shame. There's a Halavana, the moon will be embarrassed, in the presence of the sun, in the presence of a light greater than it. Rabbein Hazal, in chapter 72, in the second half of the Kedemarim, expounds on this posuk, referring to explanations of Torah. You remember that Moish Rabbeinu drew, drew water from the rock. The, the rock was a be'er, it was a, a wellspring of water. The air is biure haToi'ra, explanations of Toi'ra. The Toi'ra is compared to water. So, Rabbein Zal there in Likut Emran, refers to it in that way. I and take a look over there in the Kutimran, how Rabbein Zal explains this pasuk. But now watch what Rab does with this pasuk. Vezehu selah a rock who bechinas evan shasia refers to the evan shasia, the rock, the most important rock in existence. The rock from which the world was founded, which appears, which appeared in the Koydesh shakadoshin Kama Shapirish Rashi, as Rashi over there in the Novi says that that's what this cell is referring to. It's referring to when the Kohen Gadol would go on Yom Kippur into the Koydesh shakadoshin and he would place the pan of Ktoiris on that rock. Because for a person to be Zoichet, to connect to this Evan Shasia, which we mentioned in the previous year, represented this concept of humility, ayin, because in the Koine the Koine experienced beetle. We said no one is allowed to be in the Koine meaning that when the Koyen Godl was in the Koine he was no one, he was nothing, he was beetle that That's the place where a person achieves the highest level of beetle and shiflus, humility. And Rabbanesal shows there in the Qutimran that in order for a person to get that level, it requires explanations of Torah. Which is this beer? Which is also the rock, because again, when the Jews were in the desert, Moshe Rabenu drew water. The be'er that provided water for the Jewish people was that rock. Kikuloi chad because it's all one. Kize tolo ibaze because these two things are dependent on each other. Kishiflus bechinas seven shesio nimshah chalidei biury atoyra shehin bechinas be'er v'seleknam humility. Which is which the Evan Shesia represents? A person draws that upon themselves through explanations of Torah, which are the Be'er, the Rock, Sheikar Tikenu bo and the main perfection of eating comes from there. Comes from this humility, this Shiflus, comes from this Rock, comes from Yerushalayim, from the base of Bechinas, as the Pasik says, Misham Chofar Oichel. The word chaf from there, we chaf means to dig. But Rabbeinu Rab says, the The word chaf also means to be embarrassed, to be ashamed. in This pasuk is alluding to a major part of the holiness of eating when the eating is with busha, with humility, with shiflos. Shaze tiken hu achila. That's one of the most important components of Achila. We had learned in yesterday's shir that the Torah says there's two kinds of eating. There's a person who's eating, and when he's eating, you get to see his arrogance, his or her, to the greatest deal. My food, I want more, I'm going to eat a lot and full that all of that bloatedness that bloated and Rabnosan brought the plasid. The Torah gives a warning you're going to eat and you're going to have a lot to eat and you're going to become arrogant and forget Hashem. So the Torah makes it perfectly clear that there's two directions in eating that's one direction. There's another direction where when a person's eating, a person knows this is not mine at all. I'm a guest here. I'm Hashem's guest. La Hashem some Lawyer, The world, everything belongs to Hashem. The world. If it's not mine, how you allowed to eat it? By making a bracha, I am not a king. There is a king. Hashem is the king. I'm a little guy. I'm the little, the smallest guy on the totem pole. I'm eating Hashem's food, and I appreciate it so much. So if if I if I don't like something, or I thought I I like it this way, I'm not going to tell my wife this doesn't taste good. This because I know whatever I'm getting is a free gift. It's a gift. I don't deserve it at all. I have to be so thankful and so appreciative of what Hashem is doing for me, of what my wife is doing, of what everyone is doing for me. Nobody owes me anything. I'm not a king. I'm not a boss. I'm, I'm Eved Hashem, that kind of thing. Ayin Shom hated the Mimran Al. Rav says, study chapter 72 in the second half of Likutim on well, and, and be very precise. Look carefully, carefully. You'll see the parallels. You'll see the connection between Rabnosal's explanation of all of this and how it parallels what Rabbein presenting over there in that chapter in Likudimran. And now for the cherry on top, paragraph hey, Vizer Bathinas achilas, shabbos. And now we can understand why Rabbeinazal made such a big deal, why the Torah makes such a big deal, and Rabbeinazal made such a big deal about eating on Shabbos, Shehi Yekora Naoid, which is very precious, very important. Ki Busha because the word Shabbos is the letters boishes. Shabbos is a time when we see Hashem much more clearly than during the week. During the week, I have my wallet and I have my credit cards and I have my car, my eye, it's all this, and I'm I'm going to work and I'm making money. On Shabbos, I'm nothing. On Shabbos, no work, no, wallet, nothing. How am I existing? Hashem. Only Hashem. By the good graces of Hashem. I have everything. Not I have everything. I have everything better than during all six days of the week. So Shabbos is this concept of boishes, This concept of humility. Rabbi Enzo writes about it in a few places in the Aram. There's a pusik Shavu Ish tachtov. It speaks about a person not going out of the boundaries on Shabbos. So it says, let each person sit. Beneath under un- means like in your own place, tahtav means under. Be be beneath what you are, be smaller than what you really are. Whatever you think you are, be smaller than that, be humble, you know. So Shabbos is busha and Tshuva. Again, the word shafta, the shafta shama is the latest Shabbos. the oz Swahila hi gedoy And on Shabbos, if a person eats the way they're supposed to, it's extremely holy, very, very holy. If a person has Lechem at each one of the three meals and the fourth meal, Malach if a person has fish and if a person has meat also, unless it's those people who cannot, Chas cannot eat any of those things, but the normal standards for a Suda Shabbos are Lechem fish, meat, Wine for Kiddush, wine or grape juice for those who can't have wine, etc., etc. And through the eating on Shabbos, that's one of the powerful things that connects us to the eternal life of Olam Haba. And this is why one of the most important Pleasures on Shabbos is the eating on Shabbos <laughs> because on Shabbos it's important to eat again. He didn't say overeat, he didn't say eat till he gets sick or till it hurts. <laughs> because the eating on Shabbos will not only give you energy physically in this world, but that's what will give you that's what will hook you up to the eternal life of the future because Shabbos itself is an aspect of Olam Haber, as it says in Mosav those who taste Shabbos are experiencing real life. As Rabbeinu Zal explains over there in Likutei Maran, And through proper eating on Shabbos, a person adds life. True life, really living. The eternal life of the future world. Humility. Rabbi Nassim says, understand very, very well what we're saying here. He wants us to know that this is very serious, very important. Baruch Hashem li'olam, Omen Question in the chat, but doesn't Rabbi Nizal write in chapter 14 that in order to merit Torah, a person must have humility? Doesn't this contradict what we're learning here? The answer is definitely not. This goes back to a very important point that Rab Nassim made earlier, in a previous, the previous haloha that we learned, <clears throat> where Zal asked this question: that it seems there are many times in the Torah, and especially in Rabbein Azal's teachings, where Rabbenazal says you need A to get to B. And then he says, You need B to get to A. So then hold on, then I'm gonna get nowhere. Not true. The point that's being made is that wherever you want to jump in, jump in. If you start with A and you work on A properly, A is going to get you to B. And if you start with B, and you work on B properly, it's going to get you to A. It's a win-win situation, not, not the opposite, Chas Okay. This halacha Gimel, al pi gimel, tanina, ches. This halach will be based on the third tiku Torah, in in the second half of Likudimran, Imran, which is chapter 8. The first one is chapter 1. The second one is chapter 5. And then comes chapter 8. Hamascha, which begins with the words, even though rebuke is a very important thing, it's one of the Tariyat Mitzvahs, and it's so important and so good. If Rabbi Akiva said during his time, I wonder if there's anybody qualified to give Tariyat Rabbi Nezal says, What should we say during our time? And he explains there that if it's given the wrong way, it'll do tremendous damage. And Rabbi Nezal goes into an incredible explanation of how one gets to be on a, on a level to give the right way. Rabbi Nezal says, Look over that entire chapter on the Kutimran from beginning to end. It's one of the long ones to be able to get a complete, clear understanding of this chapter of Likutei HaLochis. He gives us a a brief summary now in the first two paragraphs. (laughs) What Rabbi writes there is related to the three years of Orla. (speaking) The three years of Orla, when the fruit of the tree is forbidden, when we have a mitzvah, to stay away from the fruit of the tree corresponds to the three parts of a person's brain, which Rabbeinathal says over there, Shehem Sholoish, Mechitzois, Prussois, Bithnei Taivas says the three parts of the brain, bina Das, or Kesar Chachmabina, or the cerebrum, the cerebellum, and medulla, as they teach you in biology, are like three barriers, three walls that protect the person that fence a person in from from the wrong type of desire for a relationship between men and women. <clears throat> because Rabbeinu Nassau explains over there in Likot Imran, there's body food and there's soul food. There's food that nourishes the body and there's food that nourishes the soul. And when a person is eating and the focus of the eating is on the body, that weakens the soul. That works in the opposite direction of what, what nourishment, what nourishes the soul. The And those things that nourish the soul weaken the body. There's a Gemara that says that the Torah is gufoy the Torah weakens a person's body. The Torah is ruchnis, the Torah is soul food. So, so then we shouldn't learn Torah. Am I allowed to weaken my body? No. Obviously everything in the right context. But to know that these two things are pulling in opposite directions to a degree. The chayin lehepach, and the opposite is true also. and the more that a person suppresses and controls the body food, de they strengthen the energy of the soul, the food of the soul. which is smell. The Gemara says that we know we make a bracha any time you're going to partake in any food, you have to make a bracha. The Gemara says, what about smell? What about smell? The Gemara says, smell is not a body thing. It's a soul thing. There's a "Koil positive, The neshama makes a bracha for its pleasure. So the Gemara asks, what pleasure is there that the soul benefits from and not the body? The Gemara says, that's reach. That's the sense of smell. How does one draw soul food? How does one draw that energy for the soul? It comes from the voice, the holy voice of Hashem that nourishes the garden. You remember in the story of eight Hadass, after Adam and Chav ate from eight Hadass, they felt their nakedness and they, they ran to cover themselves to hide in the garden. And Hashem came through the garden and Hashem said, where are you? Where Ayeka, Where are you? And, and Odom Rishon said, As Koilcho Shomati Bagan Vo'ira, Hashem, I heard your voice going through the garden and I was filled with fear. So Rabbi says, This refers, there is a coil, there is a voice of Kedusha that nourishes the garden. What is a garden? A garden is flowers which give off Reah, beautiful smell. It says, remember, I, we might have it in this week's Parsha. Parsha's told us, which we're going to read this coming Shabbos. When Yaakov Avinu came into Yitzhak Avinu dressed in Asaph's clothing, mm-hmm. which clothing? The clothing that Asaph had taken away from Nimrod. Nimrod who was the king of the world at the time just about and Esau fought with him and killed him and took away the special clothing which Nimrod had inherited from Odo those special garments that were made not made in China not made in Taiwan made in Ganedi and that's why when Yaakov Avinu came in Yitzha Avinu says R'e'i reach beni koreah hasoda asher I smell the aroma of my son. You smell like that field that Hashem blessed. Which field? Gan Eden, that field. How did Yitzhak Avinu know what Gan Eden smells like? The Zohar Kodesh says, because by the Akedah, when, when Avram Avinu was about to slit his throat, Yitzhak Avinu's throat, throat Yitzhak Avinu's soul went up to Gan Eden. And there had to be a process that took place then and came back down. So Yitzhak Avinu remembered what Gan Eden smelled like. So again, this is that coil. There's a coil that mashke sagan. yodoi kol That coil is what nourishes and develops all the beautiful smells of the garden. Shehem bechinas yira, which are synonymous with yira bechinas, as the pasuk says, as kolcho shamati bagon voira. Odom Rishon said, "I heard your voice coming through the garden, Hashem, and I was filled with fear." <coughs> What's the connection with with yirah and smell? We know that the Gemara says, Moshiach, that Shlom HaMelech was able to look at people and know the truth. Moshiach is going to be Moirach Vadoin. He's going to be able to smell the truth. Moshiach is called the sense of smell. Ruach Apeinu, Moshiach Hashem. The breath of our nostrils. Moshiach Hashem. Rabbi Nassau writes a lot about this. So that's, <clears throat> and Moshiach, there's a possek, Be'yiras Hashem. His aroma will be Yiras Hashem. So connecting Reach and Yira and Moshiach, all of this. Why is smell so big? Why is smell? So the Bnei Socher explains, because if you study the Sin of the Eitz Hadas, you will see that four of the five senses participated in it. She saw the tree, she took, she tasted, and she touched and she tasted. All four. No smell. Smell did not participate in the Pigam of the Eight Sadas, so the smell wasn't damaged. The other four senses, so smell remains eternal. That's that's Ruchmi, completely Ruchmi. And Rabbeinu there goes through a lengthy explanation showing that through this special coil, this spiritual coil, which passes through the garden and nourishes all the flowers and everything, when a tzaddik connects to that coil, then his voice becomes a voice that will give healthy, proper toychocha, healthy rebuke. <laughs> Because a person cannot give proper rebuke to a to Jewish people unless they're to the teichacha of Moshe Rabenu. When Moshe Rabenu rebuked and reprimanded the Jews for their sins. He infused them and injected them with a good smell. He made a triasamesim. He woke up the good in them, the desire for tshuva. Mirdi Nosan As the Gemara says that when the Jews did Averois and terrible things, he was able to turn it around nosan to give a good reich, to give forth a beautiful smell. He was able to turn their uridas into major aliyas. And through this kind of coil, a person is to activate all the good aromas, shahe den which are soul food, which are what energize the neshama. And when a tzaddik is to connect to that coil, then he's qualified to give to the tuchacha will be a healthy tuchacha. And note the Gemara says, and Rabbeinazal says this also the biggest Sadiqim, Yaakov Avinu, Moshe Rabbeinu, waited till right before they were about to pass away to give Toichocha. They waited till they reached the peak of their career. The Gemara says one, one reason is because they, they couldn't wait any longer. If they would have waited longer, they would have been dead and couldn't give Toichocha to them. But, but this point that Toichocha is so delicate and so important. That a person has to be really on a madrega to do it correctly. Now, Rabbein says there, The way that a person is to this coil is through a, the tefila of a very powerful person, din, who knows how to daven a non standard tefila. Standard tefila? is rachamim, rachmonos, chesed. This is a tefillah on a different channel completely. We say in Tachman on Monday, Thursday, Ono Hashem, oiroro gvura secho. Hashem, put up your dukes. Show us your power. Show us your gvura. Gvura? Who wants gvura? We want chesed, don't we? There's usually, usually we want the channel of chesed. Rabbi Nasal shows there that when the channel of chesed gets damaged, we can't use that channel, and the tzaddikim know how to switch to this tfila of tefilah this tfila bebchinaz din. Ayin shom Sham Study this over there and read Kuteh well. Shai Dezar who kol hachius vadas men When a tzaddik davens this type of tfila <coughs> this the, the sidrachos swallows it. And it gets stuck in its throat and it causes the Sitrahra to return, to give back all the khius and das that the sitrachra had swallowed up over a period of time. Kolma, shebolam and akidusha, everything that the sitrachra had swallowed up from holiness. Bibhina says the Pasik says in Eoiv, Chail Bola, the Sitrachra swallows up chayil, power, but is forced to give it back, to return it. The Chiyusa Mamish. Not only when a person eats something that doesn't agree with them, they have indigestion, sometimes they vomit, they give back the food that they ate. But sometimes the vomiting is so terrible that their guts are cut, besides the food that they ate, some of their guts are coming out in the process. Rabbi Nezal says there that when this tefillah b'chinnah's din does what it's supposed to, the sitrachah doesn't just give back the kiddush and das that it swallowed, it gives back some of its essence. It gives back some non-Jews. Some non-Jews come and join Klai Yisrael. V'zeh This is the concept of converts. Nizgadel kevoid Hashem. And this, and when, when Geirim come, that's what really elevates the kavod of Hashem. We have that Pesach, That the kavod and Oiz of Hashem comes when people from the Mishpuch from the other nations, come and join. It's incredible. Everything is Hashgacha. Last night, I heard an interview on the radio there's this major war going on in Eretz Yisrael now from the south and from the north and everywhere. They interviewed a Gerd sedek who was a Muslim and he's 16 years, a Jew, 16 years and two weeks. And, 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 and for Chayesorah was, was the Parsha in which he converted. He was raised in Hamas, he was raised till he was 16 years old. Hamas, Daesh, everything. He was, he's able to tell you all the details of exactly what they were taught from when they were nursing from their mothers, kill, murder, mutilate, everything. Life has no value at all. Zero, zero. And he spoke for about 15 minutes. The interview was incredible. He's has been a religious, a real religious, all the qualities, tremendous quality. He spoke intelligently, every word coming out of his mouth was was incredible. And and again, coming from this person, you're hearing it from the inside of the inside. So you're hearing the purest truth of such a person describing who we're dealing with, you know, and what the women and children are, everything, every detail. This is the the And, and one of the reasons we are in Gaulis today each ger Sedek that comes, each bal that comes, is completing a major, major piece of the puzzle that's needed to bring Moshiach. And through this, we zoycha to that special koil, which is what nourishes the neshama. And this is also... <coughs> The, the battle Rabbeinizal of the on explains the battle that Moish Rabena Rabbeinu did battle against Oig Oig, Kimavorsham as Rabbeinizal goes into it at the end of that chapter on the Qudimran. Shekol Hanemar Hanal melchem oig. Everything that Rabbeinizal speaks about in that long chapter on the that was the last official shear that Rabbenazal gave in his life on Rosh Hashanah, before he passed away, he was spitting up pitchers of blood that his tuberculosis had reached its peak. Rav came into the room where Rabbein was sitting, and there was a large pan, like a Negev pan, of blood that Rabbi had spit up. And, and Rabbi said, should I go give the shear?" And Rabbi said, said, chas Shalom It'll kill, you'll die. You know, you'll start talking, you'll start coughing up more blood. But Rabbi Nezah said, but I've been waiting a whole summer for that. And look at all the people that... He had. Rabbi Nezah kept arguing and arguing until and Rabbi Nezal saw that he really wants to do it. And Rabbi Nezal said, okay, we'll position your chair. We won't put your chair in the middle over there. We'll put it right next to the door here. it's said, if anything goes wrong, in one second, you're out of the room. And Rabbi Nezah spoke possibly for a few hours. It's unbelievable. You look at that chapter on the Quran, it's one of the longest unbelievable Unbelievable. this is what Rav Nelson Sal is going to be expounding on now in this halacha I apologize we're cutting the shir a little bit short today's shir was given in Ramat Beit Shemesh I had the privilege of davening in the Shul Shula Ramat Beit Shemesh and being hosted here and I have certain very important things waiting for me in Yerushalayim now. I'm rushing to get back I want to wish everybody a wonderful chodesh and tomorrow is the shloshim for my father. I I I I believe that we will not be able to have the shir tomorrow morning because it'll it'll conflict with the time that we'll be going to the cemetery. I apologize. We'll try to make up for it in in subsequent shirin. Wishing everybody a good kevah and Rosh Chodesh is an ace rotzline. It's a super. We said in shmonesrei today twice twice if you take a look. This is an incredible time for tefillah and all of Kali is getting involved. I was driving yesterday near my house. They had a gathering in the large bells Shur in Shalayim of maybe a few thousand boys and girls, obviously separate, saw the street, thousands of kids who are getting involved in the Tehillim, we hope that the tfilah the and the chesed and the tshuva that all of Klal Yisrael is trying to do now is going to bring about the final and complete victory for Klal Yisrael, for Hashem, with the coming of Mosheach. <laughs>